G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as I reflect on the week so far, there has been so much attention to what's been going on in the United States and especially revolving around the US President Donald Trump. Everything from our discussions about the Middle East peace plan uh, to the idea that evangelicalism may have been moving to the left. Lots of issues around the pro-life stance of the president. And even earlier this week, of course, you'll know that there was Donald Trump's State of the Union address and all of these Issues have had ripple effects all around the world. Well, talking some more today in some sense about Donald Trump, but really let's get some attention to what's been happening with the rise of a candidate on the Democrat side in the U.S. presidential race. I know that Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch has been reflecting on these things and some issues that arise if there is a change of direction for the United States. Bill, a special welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, let's talk about not only Donald Trump, but the opposition, the Democrats. They're looking to have a candidate that will stand for the U.S. presidential race later this year. But some of the policies that they do seem to be espousing are really quite in some sense, you could say scary. In another sense, if it wasn't all such reality, you'd think there was a bit of humour in it too. Uh, what are your thoughts for some of the policies that have been developing around the Democrat side of the campaign in America? Yeah, well, it's been quite a experience to simply sit back and watch uh, the various contenders for the top job seeking to get the party's nomination uh, to really outdo one another in how extreme, how hyper-left, how utterly radical uh, they can be just to kind of not only distance themselves from one another, but certainly from Donald Trump. It's, uh, well, it's quite scary, actually, if it weren't funny. Um, you know, this is not the Democrat Party that, say, even a John Kennedy or some of the others important familiar names that we're used to this is an altogether different beast it's hyper left hyper radical uh you know every time they open their mouths some new shocking uh, proposal comes out whether it's something to do with abortion or with uh health care education the trans agenda just you know go through your list of every single radical left agenda item uh, these guys are not only pushing it, but pushing it to the nth degree. So, um, uh, if anything, if you are conservative and a Christian, it, it's making things all very easy. There really is no choice. If you want sanity to prevail and not a complete and total meltdown of the United States, 
you really cannot even countenance uh, running with pretty much any of these Democrats. Bill, before we go any further, of course, there are parallels to what happens in the US and what we see in Australia. And while our conversation's not necessarily about Australia, the challenging thing is, in the US, you've got Democrats on the left side of politics. You've got Donald Trump on the right side of politics, or the Republicans. Uh, In Australia, our equivalents, the Labor Party and the Greens on the left, and you've got the Liberals and the Nationals on the right. Uh, Now, when we talk about these sorts of policies, I can't help but draw attention to the fact that In earlier years, just these past few years, the Australian left has aligned itself so much to the Americans, one might be a little bit concerned that the left in Australia might look towards some of these policies too. Let's go through some of these proposals that they're actually putting up here, uh, that the Democrats are espousing. Uh, What are your thoughts on some of the most weird ones? Well, I mean, how many hours do you have? Uh, I mean, there's so many and each one is so utterly outrageous. I mean, uh, where do you begin? Uh, Joe Biden, who had been uh, a kind of a front runner, although the Iowa caucus was a major flop for him. He got fourth place in that one. Uh, he uh, just recently came out and said, well, he spoke of the most important human rights issue of our day. Now, what do you suppose that would be, uh, you know, the well-being of children, uh, stopping sexual slavery, uh, whatever? Uh, no, he said our number one top priority for human rights issue that must be tackled and will be tackled by a Biden government is the transgender agenda. I mean, this is just shocking to even hear anybody who thinks of running for the U.S. president to say this is the number one issue facing America and the world, and we have to uh, tackle it immediately. So that means it's all about uh, special rights for uh, trans, and we're talking here, not adults. We're talking three- and four-year-old kids who've been so utterly screwed up by adults and now can think at the drop of a hat, oh, I'm not really a boy, I'm a girl, and I want to go through all the physical procedures, as well as all the mental, psychological dramas as well of making this transition, Uh, you know, uh, normal people and most uh, doctors and psychiatrists who still have their marbles, they simply say for what this is, this is child abuse. And yet we have one of the big cheese presidential contenders saying, this will be my priority. Elect me, and we'll have millions and millions of little kids being able to pick whatever sex they want to be, and who knows what else. If they identify as a Martian or as a caterpillar, I'm sure we can uh, help them there as well. So uh, that alone should give you an idea. We're dealing with, well, as they used to say about California, this is a land of fruits and nuts, and that's exactly uh, what we have here with the Democrat contenders. There's a few others that you've got mentioned in your latest article. Let me mention uh, one or two. Uh, and most of us would be quite on side with the idea of compassion and uh, reparation for Indigenous peoples. And uh, you've listed there in one of the concerns that you have uh, that reparations, but not just for blacks in America, but also 
to homosexuals. So uh, the idea that there would be an agenda that would be about making reparations to homosexuals who've been hurt over the generations. Yeah, well, I mean, where does this madness end, this idea of apologizing for everything that's ever happened? Uh, you know, we I suppose we'd apologize for... Uh, Christopher Columbus landing on American shores to begin with. I suppose we could apologize for cavemen carrying cave women around by their hair. Uh, you know, it's, it's just this madness of, uh, well, victimhood and this wokeness where we have to say we're sorry for everything that's ever happened, even though quite often there is no need to say sorry. Uh, just about every culture in the world up until recently recognized that homosexuality was a was not a good lifestyle it was not a healthy and acceptable or morally praiseworthy lifestyle and yet now we've not only made it uh, kind of the epitome of greatness and wonderness uh we are now supposed to make reparations what are you going to do get people signing up uh, the government that is the taxpayer you and me and others uh, need to pay me what? What's it going to be? Hundred thousand dollars a year for the next, the rest of their life as a kind of reparation for the poor treatment they got. Well, right now the minority group that's getting the worst treatment of all happens to be conservative Christians. Can we apply as well? Should we sign up? Do we get our hundred thousand dollars a year in reparations? I mean, this is just more madness. But it's one of a series of proposals that almost all of the top Democrat contenders have been running with. Uh, elect me, and this is what you're going to get. It's it's scary. Bill, a number of other issues uh, to touch on just quickly, because, and I know that listeners will be able to see some parallels to what perhaps a Labor Party, Greens, might mm-hmm. espouse as policies coming up to another election in a couple of years, but the idea of really targeting those minority groups, uh, those groups that perhaps are different ethnicity, uh, the idea of healthcare for illegal immigrants or lowering the voting age or that felons should be able to vote while they're in prison. Uh, these are obviously aimed at minorities and, uh, and fringe groups. Yeah, well, sure. And as you say, the parallels here are pretty obvious. Adam Bant just this week was elected leader of the Greens. He's said exactly that. We should lower the voting age to 16-year-olds. I mean, half of these kids still can't even figure out what they want for dinner tonight, and yet we're going to lower the age so they can vote uh, based on image and substance that is, you know, in our postmodern era, uh, you know, actually having careful thoughts and uh, careful assessments of, uh, you know, anything, including our political leaders, that's uh, falling by the wayside real fast. Now it's who can promise the most goodies, who's the most razzmatazz, what candidate is the youngest and hippest and probably goes to the discos and this and that. So Adam Bant and the Greens have already uh, called for this, and of course he's a hardcore Marxist. So yes, the madness of the left in Australia is doing a very good job of trying to keep up with the lunacy of the left in America, and uh, you know there really is no end in sight. A challenging thing to think of, Bill, the idea that you might see where the left is moving in the US and 
looking at a, you know, to use a different sort of analogy, the idea of crystal ball gazing in Australia. And I know we don't, uh, we don't engage in that, but, but the idea that you'll be able to see the way the left will continue to move on what are quite radical policies and really change the very fabric of our culture if, if those things are allowed to eventuate. Yeah, well, that's exactly been the pattern. It's happened over and over again. America leads, the rest of the world follows. So if America legalizes abortion on demand, guess what? Almost all of the rest of the West follows suit. Uh, You name the issue, America does tend to, unfortunately, (laughs) lead the way, both good and ill. And other countries, slavishly and very quickly, will follow in the footsteps. So, yeah, what we do see in America is important because we pretty much are guaranteed we'll be seeing it here if it isn't here already. So, yeah, what matters is important overseas. So some people complain, oh, look, I'm sick of this American news. Why can't we just stick with Australia? Well, sorry, it doesn't work that way. What does happen in places like America will have a real impact on places like Australia. And part of the way we should be able to tackle these things is to be forewarned. So if we can see the major mistakes being made in America, hopefully we can prevent those from happening here. Well, for most Aussies, looking at the American election, it gets quite tiresome. And there is a sense in which, unless you're engaging in it a little, uh, you get absolutely really sick of it, actually. But for a lot of people, they'll look in as though it's a little bit of a fishbowl situation and looking on what happens from the progressive or the conservative elements, left or right, and then seeing where those things might have parallels in our own uh, nation of Australia. Bill Muhlenberg, you've been looking at these things. I'll point people to the article that you've written called The Lunatic Left on Full Display. A challenging thing there to be able to apply our Christian view of life to some of the policies that will eventually be enacted in the United States. But thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us today. I'll point people to BillMuhlenberg.com or you can simply Google Culture Watch, one word, and you'll find the latest articles written by Bill. Bill, thanks for being with us on 2020. Many thanks again. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.